What's Up HDR Kids, Blue Army's back on the tape, encouraging you guys to bring it on. By the way, what's up tape? Are, seriously? Okay. <laughs> I was trying to go retro with the tape thing, but apparently... But you do know what a tape is. Yeah, I okay. do. <laughs> <laughs> but we technically don't use tapes because we're like super high grade and spent a lot of money on a colorful box over here. <laughs> that has sound effects that nobody lo- knows how to use as of <sighs> right now. I know. my ba- I do know how to use them. I'm just so like absorbed. Anyways, what's up, HDR kids? Yeah, what's up? Are you having a good day? Good, because I'm having a good day. <laughs> We have three interviews for you today. Yeah, Blue Army, Hope Corps, two short ones, and yeah. then one a little bit longer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you you guys may have noticed that we have started this season off differently. We plan on going back to some keeping it reals. We're going to keep it real. <laughs> <laughs> I can even hear your laugh on the mic. <laughs> I'm leaving that in there. <laughs> so, in keeping it real, how much have you enjoyed listening to these interviews, honestly, Will? I've enjoyed it, honestly. Uh, to be honest. <laughs> so no. dramatic. No, I've enjoyed listening to these and talking about them with you guys. It's been such a pleasure also to be back with the podcast Yeah. after 400 years. Lies, the drama. Listen here, Jimmy. <laughs> it hasn't been that long. It's been longer since you brushed your teeth. Do you want me to call you Mama Hicks? <laughs> oh, no, you didn't, William. I'm going to kill Connor. <laughs> so listen, our first interview that we have up is by uh, Connor Tory. And Connor Tory like became our adopted son, which is a weird thing for me to say. Yeah, even your eyes just were like, "What? You have?" A son? It's the weirdest thing. Like, I don't feel like I'm old enough to be anybody's mom. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't remember how it happened. But people thought he was my husband's son. They thought they like looked alike. I think because they both have glasses. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> but it was so serious that like half our Hope Core group thought that until they realized he wasn't. And then even when we were leaving Roatan, like the officials at the airport signed us all up together. They put Connor on our family itinerary and my husband signed off on the um, some of the papers you got to do to get out of the country and get back into the States because they put Connor on our papers <laughs> as our child. Uh, and then it was crazy because we all ended up having we all ended up sitting together. We booked our plane like our tickets like three months in advance and so there was no way we could have known we he had the same seated as us and so on the way back we all ended up sitting together so they really thought we were family (laughs) um but uh we brought connor on for just a few seconds and he gave us some good advice listen in (laughs) (laughs) try to get me (laughs) so if you heard him making the sound effects we have connor tory and was i just hearing that's not actually your name it is. Oh, it's just okay. not my full name. Oh, okay. Well, we won't reveal that superpower. Oh, it's, it's that you cool. Have. <laughs> What's your full name? So my full name is Gordon O'Connor and Tory. Oh, that's crazy. And we didn't know that. We've all just been calling you Connor, but you must go by that. I go by Connor. Okay, good. <laughs> Otherwise, we nobody all knew call- until the COVID test though. <laughs> <laughs> until we nobody knew until the COVID test that was negative. We just want right, to put that yeah, out. Yeah, negative, there. negative. negative. <laughs> uh, Connor, where are you from? Who's uh, your pastor? What church are you from? I am from Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Mm-hmm. I go to Pentecostal Tabernacle with Pastor Kelly Patrick. So. Ooh, ooh. And you've been there for how long? I think this year makes three years. So. All right. What do you do at your church? 
Besides teach just Sunday school. On you I teach sing. Sunday school. I rotate Sunday school with oh, it's hard to about find, four people. It's, it's hard to find guys Sunday school teachers. We have two, three of them. Whoa. All right. Okay. You yep. teach Sunday school. I sing. Okay. Go ahead. And then I mow, mow the yard. <laughs> <laughs> hey. That's that's not a that's not a no. um, a little thing. <laughs> Mowing the churchyard is about a deal. About four hours. <laughs> oh, okay. So, well, you guys are out here in like the country. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a little thing. Mowing the churchyard is a big ministry, <laughs> especially when you're bitter. <laughs> like, <laughs> you got to get out there. And you're like, <laughs> uh, so, Connor, I just he's dropping in because I was like, you need to get in on the podcast and say something to the HDR kids. So, uh, do you got any advice for some kiddos out there? Maybe Join some Hope kids Corps. that are. Um, oh yeah, some definitely. Of the, what could they? What about for kids now that are like you teach Sunday school? So like, what would you tell some kids now who? Um, what would you tell them to encourage them to do something for God now? So if it was me looking back now, I wish I could go back and do Bible quizzing. So <gasps> if you do, oh. if you don't do Bible quizzing, I would say do it because I feel like I'd be better equipped now if I would have done Bible quizzing. So. It is. It, Bible, hey, Bible quizzing works into everything. It helps with, if you want to be, um, if you want to teach a Bible study. It's perfect. Oh, man. To be able to recall stuff like that, like, I feel like I, I, lo- I memorized a lot of scriptures, but I didn't. I never memorized no. that many <laughs> scriptures. And Me you neither. don't forget them. Like, the songs you learn to learn them, the little games you play to learn them, you don't forget any of that. You really don't. That's one, that's probably the biggest thing I would say do I don't know, second, probably just really dig into reading your Bible, even at, I don't know, what's the age group? Oh, yeah, we got six to 16 to 12. Shout out to Brother Man in Kansas who listens <laughs> on his way to work. I mean, yeah, we've got a lot of people. I would dig into reading my Bible because I still sometimes struggle with getting that everyday down pat. So Yeah, well, and the more you read something, the more you understand. So if you start now, hey, you, there's parts of the Bible where it. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> All them baguettes and uh, Genesis and Oh, Exodus. yeah. Hey, and if you start now, you, you're getting a head start because there are grown adults who've never read the Bible all the That's way through. That's true. And so, you know, you start now and you might do it by the time you're 18. <laughs> you come to Hope Corps and be like, I read the Bible through six times. You'll be, you'll be in great shape. Do you have a life motto? I'm so throwing these questions I do. at it. I have a life motto, but I mean, I can say it. I don't know if it apply to kids it's in the right. age bracket. We'll but be the it. friend you wish you had. No, that does apply. If you, if there's a friend that you wish you had, be that person. That's what I'm kind of learning now is I'm making friends, not because I'm close to them, mm-hmm. but because they need somebody to be the friend that I wish I would have had when I was dealing with whatever so they had. So good. So good. Yeah. It's, so especially it's if not you're, original with me, but still, <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it preached by You're not a philosopher. <laughs> no. <laughs> By no means. Well, thank you, Connor, for dropping in and shouting out to all the HDR kids. No problem, Mama Higgs. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had done that. Be the friend you wish you had, like, super inspira- inspirationing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, inspirationing. <laughs> uh, it was. It, it is a good advice because not all HDR kids have, like, large youth groups, you know, or other people they can relate to. So, when you think of like I'm going to be a good friend because I wish that somebody would be this good friend to me like that's pretty powerful so that that was very good advice I also thought it was cool how he was like he wished he would have got into bible quizzing yeah I've had the pleasure to do that myself so hey it it kicks into all kinds of places you wouldn't expect like 
teaching a Bible study, like we talked about on there, all these different places that knowing the word of God is like a super strong tool. So why not do it? Helping your mom with projection and... Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Like, of course, like you can recall when they're like, where's that verse at? And you're like, oh, that's a Bible quinazine verse. That's Matthew 28, da, 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 da. Right. Yeah. So that was great. Let's move on to our next interview with Aubrey. The next person I have with me is Aubrey Newman, right? Did I get your last name correct? Yeah, you got it. <laughs> All right. Aubrey has um, a good story for us, and she's going to tell us that where she is from. Mm-hmm. Where are you from? Where are you based out of? I'm, I was born in Springfield, Missouri, which I don't know if y'all know where that is, but mm-hmm. I was actually born in a very small town there, uh, around the Amish. Oh, okay. That's interesting. But you're not there now, right? Right, right. So when I was about seven years old, well, first of all, let me tell you this. So whenever I'm a Bible quizzer. Woo-hoo! Shout out to all the Bible quizzers. (laughs) Yes, I love Bible quizzers. We've got a lot of them. But they always make comments about me whenever I come because I'm always coming from a different church. Like every year I show up, it's a different name, a different church. You're, so and you're not a church hopper, so no. tell us why this is. Why are you always at a different church? Why are you always coming from a different church? Because that sounds weird. I yeah. mean, everybody everybody has a home church you stay based, so why right. do you why do you travel? Tell us about that. It's really fun, actually. So my dad is a contractor, okay. and he goes to different churches, and he builds whatever they need, like a gym, a new building, or sometimes he'll just come in and do the floorings, so, and we're usually there around 8 to 10 months. Ooh, yeah. that's like almost a year. Yeah. So basically, basically your dad's like Superman. He like comes in, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> saves the day, makes a gym for everybody. I like, know. How awesome I is that? Like a guy, so... a random guy comes, not random, but you know, yeah. to another kid in the church. It's like this guy shows up and his family mm-hmm. and they like build a gym. Yeah. It's so much fun. <laughs> or even if they're just building a second bathroom. I yeah. mean, like what kid hasn't had to wait on some, you know, like an older yeah. saint and they're like, I got to go now. I know. It's so, so much fun. You guys travel, so you and you travel with them. Yes, our whole family goes. Um, so when I was about seven, mm-hmm. I my dad had done the floor in our new sanctuary mm-hmm. at the church up there that I was raised in, and one of the preachers came in and he saw the sanctuary, he saw the flooring, and he told my dad that he wanted him to come work for his church. Uh-huh. So we did. He did. My dad did for like uh, maybe a month. Uh huh. And right after that, there was a church that my grandpa pastored in Iowa that became available. And since that was my dad's dad, mm-hmm. they contacted my dad and we went up there and we tried it out and we were there for about a year. Mm-hmm. But while we were up there in Iowa, we were also, whenever we could, we didn't have a home up there. We never uh, found an actual place we would stay with our family. Huh. But whenever we weren't up there, we were in Louisiana working at another church that was basically when it when it all started. <laughs> um, yeah, so it started when I was around seven, and I am now 19. Woohoo! So I've been traveling for about 12 years. So that's a long time to be traveling. Mm-hmm. Tell me a couple things. Did you ever not like it? Like, did you ever like? Was it ever like? Was there ever a transition point where it was like? Were you all in from the beginning, like, yeah, this is my ministry too? Or did it take you time to be like, you know what, this is me too? Um, From the very beginning, I was very excited. Like, I was a kid, so I was just there. Excited to be going and doing. Yeah, exactly. But then the older I get and the more uh, people that I meet, 
Like when I started to become a teenager and want to have my own home and my own youth group somewhere I could fit in, um, that was hard. Yeah. There were times that I wanted a home, but God has always blessed me with parents who taught me the importance of always staying in God's will and how you can be content in God's will. Yes. So I'm not saying that it wasn't hard. It was very hard. But I was able to learn from each youth group. I guess one of the ways that I would say that helps with that, like I used to be super, super shy when I was a little kid. Oh, God. I, I, <laughs> you're not now. <laughs> no. It's taught me a lot. But whenever I would go to a new church, I was scared to go talk to people. I was like, are they going to like me? Um, what do, they, do they think that I'm going to be awkward? Yeah, or? those are normal, normal questions to want to know. But then I started to think, you know what, if I don't get into this group, then I'll never get to know what they get to know them. Yeah, you'll, you'd basically be lonely yeah, the entire I'll, time. I'll, yeah, I'll be really lonely. And then you, you just got to get past those questions. Like, who cares? If they don't like you, then that's probably their problem. Yeah. <laughs> There's not really a problem with you. If it's, it's their problem, they got to talk to God about it. That's one thing that I would say that I just had to learn on my own. Is to step um, out. Is to and, step out. And yeah. try on yeah. your behalf. Yeah. On your side, try. Honestly, I will say that I've only met about three or four people that um, we just didn't get vibe with. We didn't get along. Mm -hmm. And nothing against them. They just. And that's in a long amount of years we're yeah, talking about. Yeah. And three people, that's not bad. No. It's I, not don't, I don't think I could say <laughs> the same. <laughs> Everybody out there listening, it's not as scary as you think. As long as as you get past your fear uh -huh. and start talking to people, you start meeting people that can relate to you, that have been through the same things, yes. that like the same things, you know, spiritually, and then also like just random things. Like I, my favorite color is blue, uh -huh. and I know a ton of people who like blue. Um, I know a ton of people who like chocolate. I love chocolate. Yes. Uh, who are there people who don't <laughs> like chocolate? Yes. <laughs> Actually, I know that white chocolate makes me sick for some reason. Oh, but see, yeah, yeah. But, a lot of people don't like white yeah. chocolate. I get that. Okay. I actually met a few people who didn't like to chew gum. I met people back. who don't like bacon. Yeah. How can you not like bacon? I that's think they're so not good. human, but that's my own opinion. Yeah. But um, just getting past that. And then for the lonely times, my biggest thing is pray. Just, just yeah. pray. Just ask God. And I have to ask you because I've been asking everybody. When you pray, is it what is it like? Like there are times where like I'm honest with God, like I tell him my feelings, like God, I'm not happy. Like why? Uh -huh. Why did you? Why am I here? Yeah. Why do I have to leave people again? Yeah. Because it says to be honest with him, to come yes. boldly before him. Yes. And sometimes I don't get peace automatically. The majority of the time, the next day, mm -hmm. I'll have joy. The next day, it's weird. It's like oh, God wow. just gives me joy or i'll be going through something and one of my friends from the past will text me and say hey i'm thinking about you well and i was gonna say that's kind of like you know when you talk to your parents like you're yeah. feeling you're feeling so upset and yeah. your mom comes over and it's like what's wrong uh -huh. and you're like nothing and you don't and if you walk away uh -huh. like that you never feel any better but if you like right. break down and you're like Susie took my doll <laughs> and it was my doll and she right i mean but then they like have this way and when you're done you mm -hmm. might not still have your doll but you feel so much better just for having yes. talked to him and having and having them have held you, and it's the exactly. same way with God. Exactly. There was actually one time where um, I was just feeling really down, and I told God, I was like, God, I just wish I could feel you hugging me right now. And a few days later, at a youth rally, I was praying, and I 
went all out and I remember a pastor going I don't even remember who it was but he went over to a lady and he's like go pick up that girl and just hug her she's going through things and it it gave me so much faith I was like God, he's so wow. good. He is so good. He cares about yes, all the little things, and that's does. why that's why I had to get y'all stories because we all have them, and sometimes mm-hmm. it takes us a minute to remember because we're not like kids anymore. Yeah. But we, when we look back and remember, we're like, God does speak mm-hmm. to kids, and God does move on our behalf, and yes. it doesn't matter what we ask Him about. He's listening to us. Yeah, exactly. When I was a kid, going back to like younger things, so we traveled a lot. We were always traveling mm-hmm. 12 hours, like mm-hmm. every two weeks, especially when we had first started traveling because uh-huh. we were still living in Missouri. Uh-huh. Um, so we were always traveling, and my parents came up with ways to make the traveling fun. Like we would do random games. Uh-huh. They we didn't have electronics, so oh, okay. yeah. So either I'm a very competitive person, by the way, so I like to win. <laughs> this is good to know. I won't be playing mafia with you tonight. Okay. <laughs> so whenever we were in the car, we would try to figure out how many license plates we have. Like we would look at a license plate, and if it was from Montana, we'd say, "Call that guy on back. No hit backs." Oh, I got a no uh-huh. hit And then we would keep track of all of the license plates. Uh-huh. And then eventually we'd fall asleep if we did that. Um, or we would do the alphabet game, which is where you look at a sign and you start with the letter A and you have to oh, go like through the whole alphabet and find uh-huh. each letter. Um, and then I, me personally, I just love exploring God's creation and seeing all of what he has to offer. See, and that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. You know, whether you're traveling with your family, you know, often, mm-hmm. or whether you're moving from one place to another. Because it did mean you had to leave behind, like, your solid seven-year, yeah. your solid seven-year-old <laughs> buddies, you know. Yeah. It did mean that you had to leave them behind to go on and meet new people mm-hmm. and help out and everything. And that's a good outlook, Aubrey, because it's hard when you're sad to look at something in a positive light. Yeah. But you you need to look for the positives. Yes, and that's exactly. a good one. Exploring exactly. somewhere new. I, I'm I love to explore too. Yeah. <laughs> I love to go. It's one of the reasons I'm here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's a very good viewpoint. Thank you, know, you. Instead of looking at the negative and all you're yeah. losing, you got you should think of all that you're about to experience and see, oh, yeah. and all you're going to gain. If I could give any advice to anyone, I would just say, make a list of things that you are grateful for. Like, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Have you ever done that thing where you list like ten things that make you laugh? Yes. And by the time you're down to the tenth one, you're super, super happy. Yes. Exactly. It works the opposite way too. I don't recommend it, but if you list <laughs> oh, ten no. things you're sad about, by the end you'll be you're like crying. Grateful, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that'll work. Ten things you're grateful for, and you will feel more grateful. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Well, thank you, Aubrey, for joining us and giving a shout out to all HDR mm-hmm. kids. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I loved it. Hmm. Some things I'm grateful for. What are some things you're grateful for this week? Well, one is that VBS is starting. Shout out to vacation Bible schools around the country. And the second thing is that uh, our church decided to restart Bible, co- or not Bible quizzing. Co- yeah, Bible quizzing. <laughs> I'm like, I'm thinking about VBS and <laughs> podcast and <laughs> we're restarting everything. <laughs> Going all over again. Um, yeah, uh, two things I'm thankful for this week. Uh, you. I'm so thankful for you this week because you got me got back going with the podcast. You've made me excited about it. And uh, another thing I'm thankful for this week are all the HDR listeners out there. Um they just you know they encourage me too. they shout out or say something's cool and I'm like yes it means something to them they appreciated it so that those are some things I'm thankful for but can you imagine moving around all the time 
I mean, my bro- my little brother's seven, and he hates like going on road trips. Like it's a two hour trip, and he's like, like thirty <sighs> minutes in, he's like, "Are we almost there yet?" And that's usually going somewhere exciting. Like this, they don't even know. She doesn't even know people where she's going. Like you know, don't know if there's gonna be a youth group there. If there's not gonna be a youth group, what's gonna happen? If Lucas is gonna knock the stuff down off the walls? <laughs> <laughs> that was if, random. If you but... hear extra laughing, we've got William's little brother in the studio <laughs> with us. If you noticed him on our intro, joining in. But um, yeah, j- just uh, she kind of lives the life of a an evangelist kid. So if you are an evangelist kid, or if you're military, I would imagine that her story would really stand out and help you guys out. All right, it is time for our third and final interview. Bring it on. Okay, this next person has a really cool story for that I think some of you guys out there relate to. I don't want to give too much away, so I'm gonna let you go ahead and tell us your name. Um, what church you're from, and who's your pastor? My name's Mindy Poole. I'm from Gina, Louisiana. Shout out! I go to Christ Temple and Pastor Wales. All right, and you are a mama. Yes, I have a daughter, and she's 13. And that's important to the story because you're in church right now. You're here, obviously. You're here at Hope Corps and working all the stuff. But you were, I, I don't remember your story exactly. Were you raised in the church? How I was. I was raised in truth, and I backslid when I was a teenager, when oh. I was about 15. And um, my daughter, I had her when she was, when I was 23. Mm-hmm. And my parents would take her to Sunday school, and my dad was taking her to Super Kids Church at Christ Temple, and that's where she got the Holy Ghost. And that, Do you hear that, guys? Grandparents were bringing their grandchild to church. I know there are, I know there are kids out there that, are, that somebody else is bringing them, grandpa, grandma. And she got the Holy Ghost, and that's what drew me in. She, about two months after she got the Holy Ghost, I got back in church and started going and... But I've been there ever since. That's, that that's really what did it. Yes, the Super Kids Church and her. When you Holy told Ghost, me yes. this, I was so excited because how many kids come that they are children of backsliders? Right. You know, and that's a hard thing to do when you realize your parents used to be in church, like before you were born or, you know, whatever. And now you're coming around and everybody else knows that your parents used to be in church. Right. You know? And so, you know, there could, I, I'd love to interview your daughter at some day. But no, she would love to tell you about it, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, how cool is it that she came first? And, I mean, you'd been there. You knew. Right. And but I would knew, have you, never. You probably knew you should have been there. Yes, but I would have never. I don't know about never, but I don't see me going myself. If she hadn't got the Holy Ghost and then I felt responsible to take her make sure she was there every service. So that's what it was. So you yeah. weren't just like, yeah, I'll go to church with you. You had to make sure she was, yes, she got there. I did. I, yes. That's cool on your part too that you knew you knew enough that she needed to be there. Right. Like this was a good thing. Right. That's, see, you knew it was a good thing and then she dragged you along and it wasn't long, was it? No, it wasn't. What a testimony. And now I, I help with Sunday school and so I help get to do super kids church every quarter and that's just i'll get up there and do whatever just because i believe in it yes yes i mean i mean i'm sure there's people who had given up they're like oh no she's been backsliding since she was 15 yes you know she ain't coming back 
Her daughter yeah. comes. She ain't coming back. That's amazing. So all the kids out there that, you know, you're coming and you don't have your mom or dad or you're coming with a relative or maybe just your neighbor um, and your parents used to be in church, don't give up. You never know. You might yeah. be the thing that gets them there. Because it, it never, you never get away from it. All the years that I was not in church, mm-hmm. you never, you never, you never can get away from truth. You never forget you it. You can't, you can't get far enough away from church to, to forget it. Like it's always on your mind. So th- there's just no way ex- of escaping it. Once you've had the Holy Ghost and once you go to church and you know truth, when you close your eyes at night, you know, you're not right. You, know you have it. no peace <laughs> and the peace that you have after you have the Holy Ghost and you know you're living right. It's just like, it's, so, there's there's nothing in the world like it. To be able to lay your head down at night and just to have that peace. So I have a question, and that is, the night your daughter received the Holy Ghost, when you heard that your daughter received the Holy Ghost, what went through your head? Like, you're backslidden, you knew your daughter was at church, you knew yes. there was always a possibility she could receive the Holy Ghost? I was actually there. I had went with her, but um, I think I was kind of ashamed that I wasn't up there praying with her you know like I was just kind of like I should have been there with her you know and I was Uh at the back and she was at the front and I really didn't expect her to get the Holy Ghost that was really the only time that she had prayed you know it was the first time that she had really kind of prayed and I um I think I was kind of ashamed that I hadn't been there wow you know up there with her yeah I should have been the one leading her instead of her leading me so what would you say to another kid who's out there they just started coming grandma's bringing them your parents will notice. There's no way. When it's your kid, you notice. You That's just so you will good. know. So there you guys have it. Even if you think your parents aren't paying attention. They are. And even if they act like it's not a big deal. Yes, it's a big deal. They knew the truth. You can't get away from it and no. they notice. That's right. Thank you so much for sharing that testimony. Thank you very much for having me. Okay. This interview, it guts me every time I hear it because how many kids will in our own church do we know that are kids of backsliders man it's kind of hard to count I mean recently we've seen one where she's bringing her grandkids to church and they're actually in VBS this week so oh that's awesome I haven't seen them but I I really am emotional I'm trying not to be like dumb about it but uh because it just it just seems so powerful to me what she said when she was like your parents know they're aware And even if they don't take action on it immediately or for a long time, they do know and God is still moving on them. So I just thought that was super powerful. Uh, Also, I have a sermon recommendation. If you are an HDR kid out there who has um, no family in the church or maybe your parents are backslidden or, you know, any of these things, I have a message for you to go listen to. And Will, you need to check this out. It's a message by Ari Prado brother Ari Prado and it is called where he goes when I go you can find it on um, apostolic vault I think Uh, I don't know where else I know that's the link that was sent to me Um, he preached at summit in Spokane Washington a couple years ago Uh, so where he goes when I go don't miss out I'm not going to tell you any more about it you're going to have to go look it up and listen to it it'll really encourage you guys that's all we have for you this time around but be on the lookout for some bonus content coming up because we have a couple more interviews from some Hope Course alumni, but they are a little bit longer than these um, little ones that we've done. And so we wanted to give them their own episode. But if we did that, we could be going all the way through the end of the season. Right. So we're going to throw them on as some bonus content. We're going to throw them on as some bonus content 
and they will come out on a Saturday evening. So be looking for those next week, Saturday evening. You will see some bonus content coming your way. Until then, contact us on Instagram. Shout out to us. It's one of the best ways to get our attention because it like sends us a notification. You could also write to us at theofficialbringiton at gmail.com and we will display it in our studio. But until then, keep it real, guys, and bring, bring it on. on.